how was I going to connect with these people beyond just handing them a business card and hoping that maybe someday they would call me. I don't think I can network with these people. As anyone feeling sorry for themselves would do, I went straight back to my room, skipped the happy hour and the networking session that followed. I put on my pajamas and I <laughs> ordered a big plate of pasta from room service and a bottle of wine. So here's the thing, entrepreneurs, leaders, salespeople, we all want to create consistent, repeatable, and scalable ways to grow our business and our income. And we want to do it better, faster, and more seamlessly. Why? So we can actually enjoy our lives, take vacations, and spend the quality time we want with the people that we love. How do we do all this without spending a fortune or running ourselves ragged? That's the big question, and this show is dedicated to the answer. I'll take you back to 2013. It was my second month in coaching and um, my 14th year in the business. I walked into the Tom Ferry Summit and believe it or not, I had never heard of Tom Ferry, but a good friend of mine, Steve Olson, told me that I should coach because I was really burnt out. I had just finished 2011. My um, finances were depleted. I had dissolved my team. And I was really, for lack of a better word, scared and fearful to build again. I had worked tirelessly as a solo agent. And at night, I would put my kids to bed. I would sleep for a few hours. I would wake up and I would do all my TC work and start emailing my clients. And they would sometimes email back, which was really frustrating because it was like 2 o'clock in the morning. Um, but then I would sleep a few hours and I would wake up again and do it all over again. And I was just tired. So I walked into this room and instead of sitting in the front with all the elite clients, I sat way in the back. And I thought, I don't really know if this is really for me. I don't know if these people are really people that I would, can associate with and will really understand because they're all so successful. And I was really intimidated, even after working the luxury market for 14 years. It's intimidating sometimes to walk into this room and see all these successful people and hear all their successful stories, yet I wasn't feeling so successful myself, really, in my heart. I remember listening to Becky Barrett that day, and tears rolled down my eyes. And I sat back in the room and I thought, I don't think I can network with these people. And I slipped back out. And as anyone feeling sorry for themselves would do, I went straight back to my room, skipped the happy hour and the networking session that followed. And I put on my pajamas and I ordered a big plate of pasta from room service and a bottle of wine. And I sat and really felt sorry for myself for a few hours. And then I thought, I think I have two decisions to make. Number one, I've already committed to coaching. Number two, I can retreat and hide in the back and maybe no one would notice me for the rest of the week. Or I can make a different decision. And I made the different decision. I figured maybe these rock stars, all these people, really can teach me something. And maybe they've been through the heartaches that I've been through or the fearfulness that I've been through. 
And maybe Tom could teach me a thing or two also. <laughs> so I decided that night, rather than sit there and stuff my face with pasta, I did finish the bottle of wine. Um, I, I opened up another bottle of wine, and I got my computer out, and um, I decided I was going to make a networking plan. How was I going to connect with these people beyond just handing them a business card and hoping that maybe someday they would call me? Hey, it's Tom. If you've been listening to me for a while, you've heard me say repeatedly over and over again, we are living in the review economy. That's right. Consumers are making decisions based upon reviews. With that said, I'm looking to get this podcast into the minds of more amazing people just like you. You can help. Would you go to Apple Podcasts and write a review? Tell them what you think. Hey, one star, five stars, make up your own number of stars. Totally fine by me, but please go to Apple Podcast and write a review. It means the world to me. Thanks in advance. Now, let's get back to the show. So the first thing I did was I identified the key players that I wanted to meet. There were several people. There's a lot of reciprocity, as you may realize or not, between Arizona and California. A lot of my clients, luxury clients, go to California over the summer whenever it's 115 and no one wants to be in the desert. So I identified some key players that were in California that I wanted to meet. Christoph Chu is one of them. Um, I also researched them online. As Becky said, if you go to her Instagram, you can get to know who Becky is right away, and maybe you connect with her in some way that, you, that she may not realize that you connect with. We were just backstage talking, and we were talking about children, and I said, oh my gosh, I was doing a deal on the delivery table too, and I went to a listing appointment the, day, the next day. She goes, I did too. Uh, and then we started talking about children and adoption, and I said, I adopted it. So it's just making that connection because the connection is really what counts. That's where they remember you. So I identified those key people, and I wanted to, I wanted to find something that connected me to them. And then I also had a specific list of questions that I wanted to ask that person when I got to meet them. So, for instance, um, I was going to ask Christoph, how, you know, how have you gone through adversity? How have you built your team? Um, I wanted to actually learn from these people rather than just handing them my business card and hoping that they would call me. And then for several of them, I invited them either for coffee or if I saw on their Instagram that maybe they liked a cocktail, I invited them for a cocktail. And... The meetings were so meaningful, but they had a purpose far beyond just, hi, I want to get a referral from you. I really wanted to get to know them, and as I look around the room today and I'm seeing all these faces, I'm like, oh my gosh, it's really like family. It's so great to come here a few years later and see all these faces that I admired so much, and now they're my close friends and family. Number two, and I think it's been said here today, um, I made a point not to sit with people in my own marketplace. At first I thought, oh gosh, they're gonna hate me because I'm not going to dinner with them. But I really made a conscious effort that I wasn't gonna sit with the people that I know, and I wasn't gonna sit with people that were from my own marketplace, but I was gonna put myself out there. And that's the scariest part, is to put yourself out there. Um, but what happened at another conference that I had been to was um, I didn't sit with that group of people that were from my marketplace. 
and I did sit with a different table, and just from that 10-person group, I've probably gotten 20 referrals, just from moving my chair. I also use the brakes to put myself in the path of other people. Um, sometimes you get a little bit nervous, you don't have an introduction, and so I would just kind of stand by them and, oh my gosh, hi. And then I would, you know, spontaneous act like, like oh, I, 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 you're so-and-so, hi, I'm, I've been w wanting to meet you, that type of a thing. So at the breaks, look for the people that you want to meet. Be specific about it. Don't just hope that you meet someone. Really be specific and have an intent and a strategy. The other thing I did was um, there were um, there are a couple of key people in the room. Uh, I don't know if she's here, Betty Graham. Betty Graham is a very special, elegant woman from Beverly Hills. And there were several agents from Beverly Hills that I wanted to meet. And I called up Betty and said, I'm gonna fly there to meet with them if you can set up a little organic luncheon. And she graciously did that. And now those folks that were at that luncheon are my good personal friends. And so far this year, just from those few folks, I've probably gotten five million in referrals. So if there is someone that you wanna meet and you do have a coach, ask your coach to introduce you or ask someone else to introduce you to that person. Because sometimes, as we all know, a personal introduction is a lot easier and is a lot, um, I guess, scary way to get in the path of the person that you might want to meet. And then the last thing that you can do is, I know on our Tom Ferry website, there's mastermind groups. There's also groups that you can connect with for other reasons. If you're a runner, they have morning running sessions and things like that. Take advantage of those because they can be really powerful in your business um, while you're here. Look for other people that are at your kind of level or in your similar type of marketplace and um, mastermind with those people. You're sitting right here. Sergio, I can't remember, was it a year ago? A year ago, I was speaking at one of the events and he came up to me very organically after speaking and there were a lot of people around and he was standing there intently and he had his marketing materials with him. And I looked over at him and he said, can I just have three minutes of your time? And I said, yeah, why? And he said, I want you to look at my marketing materials. Do you think they're good? Give me your feedback. Now guess whose marketing materials I wanna R&D. <laughs> Absolutely amazing. This is the one that you wanna get to meet. Um, the last thing I did was follow up. Um, a lot of times after we are here, we don't really know how to follow up. Are they gonna remember me? So we all send like a little email, it was nice to meet you. And we just take the little emails off of um, the cards that we've gathered and we hope that our stack's big so it looks like we did something while we were here. But I actually made handwritten notes that I had the concierge deliver to their rooms of the key people that I wanted to meet. And I referenced something about meeting them and how much I appreciated the opportunity to meet with them and how much I hoped that we could stay in contact. And then I also connected with them on Facebook, of course, and social media and commented on the things so that I really 
felt like even though we weren't in the same location, I knew what was going on with them. And then the last thing I did was, as I traveled, um, just with my family, I would always preface with my husband, on such and such morning, I'm gonna just take a few minutes to work. And I would connect with the manager of the office that was around the area that I was gonna meet, or that I was gonna visit. And then I would go to that office and meet with the agents there, and it was always an agent that I had met here, so that they knew that I was reaching out to them while I was visiting their area. And inevitably, I would start to speak at some of the offices, and that's been really instrumental, because you walk into an office of 50 or 100 agents, and there's one me. So I've spoken at the Beverly Hills office, I've spoken at the La Jolla office, I've spoken at the Sunset Strip office, and now all those agents organically know me as the agent from Arizona. So I try to stay in contact with them as much as I can, and when I'm in that area, I'm specific to, to, um, to connect with them. Today, my network is about 2,000 agents. I've done 13 deals um, last year, nine deals um, this year so far, um, and then that's not including the ones that I've given, and that's not including the ones that I haven't closed yet. So just sitting back there, I just got a referral for a $5 million client. So it is a process, but the process is that you have to be willing to take that first step and be genuine and be real with the people and make a connection because, you know, let's face it, not all my clients love me and I don't love them, and all LA agents in this room are gonna love you and you're not gonna love them. But the family, the circle of family that's in this room of the people that I have and I hope to meet while I'm here, it's really invaluable in the business. People are here to share, which is so different than other places that we would go and wanna try and connect with people. They're not as willing to share. Sometimes in our marketplace it's hard. Um, which is why I used to try to get outside of my marketplace and hope that I could rip off and duplicate. But now, everyone here is willing to share. There's a book called Never Eat Alone by Keith Ferrazzi. I had the opportunity to meet Keith in Chicago, and he told a story about a gal that he had just met and she was 92 and she was sitting at a table with him and he had all these dignitaries around him and then this little 92 year old. And he said, I sat down with her and he said, instead of asking her who she is, what do you do? He said, I looked at her and said, what's your story? Her story was that she was in an abused relationship and she had just left and she was so excited to start her life. And he said, the opportunity to meet with her and connect with her has stuck with him since that day that everybody has a story. Get to know someone's story. Because networking your way to millions begins with realizing the richness of that one connection. Thanks.
If you want more information about this episode, including my show notes, mentions, links, and everything else, make sure you visit tomferry.com slash podcast. That's tomferry.com slash podcast. Thanks again and talk to you soon.